Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Andrew Baring, CEO of Prime Mining. They're a TSX-listed explorer and developer with assets in Mexico near Sinaloa. When we spoke to them in December, their plan was to get into early production from a shallow pit and use that to fund their future growth. Things have changed, new business plan, and that seems to be let's get to three to five million ounces first. They're also looking to introduce some strategic investors, a few names which may delight, and also some changes to the board, which may surprise. Enjoy the podcast. Andrew, how are you, sir? I'm very good, and yourself? Yeah, all good. We're all good here. Whereabouts are you? I am. I'm in Burnaby, British Columbia, right beside Vancouver, and, and I go to work a couple of days a week and a couple of days a week work from home. Yeah. Well, probably five days a week. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so it's business as usual for you guys, right? But you can't travel down to South America, I guess. No, our crews are in the field working. In fact, we put out some news today that crews were back in. They had a break for Easter and they're back in the field working. And all the engineers and geos are working from their offices and it's, you know, full steam ahead. I guess we've got to get used to a different type of working um, at the moment. I wonder what it's going to, wonder what, I, I see I'm intrigued as to how things are going to change when we all have to get back into the, you know, post-corona world. We shall see, we shall see. Um, why don't we kick off, if you could give us a one minute overview of the business, then we'll pick it up from there. Sure, well, Prime Mining's a, a gold exploration and development company. We have a, a wholly owned project in uh, Western Mexico called Los Reyes. Uh, we've, we've owned it for about a year now. Uh, we bought it at a very, we bought it when gold was 1260. We got a really good deal on it. We've assembled a lot of data, maybe 25 million was spent on the project over the years. And it was kind of orphaned or, you know, just, it wasn't really, I, I, I just want to say it was kind of overlooked and, and, um, we realized there's some value there and, and, um, and now we're proving that to the market. You know, we just, we just announced a, a really big resource, April 2nd, and and uh, we see a lot of blue sky there. We think it's a, a multi-million ounce gold-silver deposit. Yeah, okay. I want to talk, thank you for that, but I want to talk about um, the plan that we discussed back in London, which was basically about getting into rapid production to be able to finance the you know, future growth of the, of the story. Um, you know, it seemed very interesting to me. I know you, you personally put a lot of your own money into this. Um, you've got some quite good names associated with this company now, some pretty big names, and we'll talk about those in a second. But tell me about your business plan then, and has it evolved, or has it had to evolve, or have you chosen to evolve it as you learn more about what you've got? Okay, so when we first, when you and I first met, this was a 500,000 to 600,000 ounce gold silver deposit globally. Uh, and there was um, uh, probably 200 to 250,000 in pit ounces. So those were recoverable ounces that you could build a pit around and, um, and, and do some economics on and, and set up a mining operation, have a few years of production and grow the resource after that point. Once we started to dig into it, it became very clear to us that it was much bigger very quickly. And so now keep in mind that our original plan was to build a, a low cap heap leach. And so for 
20 million, $25 million, you're into production, you're recovering 60, 70,000 ounces annually, you paid it off in six or seven months, and you got three or four years of run life, and then you try and pay back to shareholders quickly. And, uh, and, um, uh, then find more ounces. The, the, tr the, the trouble with that is while it's cheap, you only get about mid 70s percent of your gold recovered and only 25% of your silver recovered. Now, if you look at the resource that we just announced April 2nd, after seven or eight months of surface work, we've announced a million ounce deposit there now. So if you heap leach that and uh, so, oh, the comparison would be a CIL operation, a carbon leach, full plant, full grind. There you get 95% of your recovery in gold and 75 to 80% of your silver. So quite simply, if you take that million ounces that we now um, indicate exists there and heap leach it, you're going to leave something like 200,000 ounces of gold and 16 million ounces of silver on a leach pad over the life of the mine. Well, that's approximately a quarter million ounces gold AUEQ, and that's a lot of money. I don't know, 200, 250 million dollars to leave on a leach pad. That doesn't make sense. Several other people called us out on that early on and said they're probably going to change this midstream as they saw these exploration results coming in. And they're right. It's, it, it's much larger. And, and so, I mean, I'll keep going on about it, but so, and now, now it makes sense to really see how big it can be because there's really not much point in doing an engineering study on a million ounces when it might be two, three, or four. So. Yeah, so, so you have, I mean, I kind of got the sense of some of the names that you've kind of pulled into this project make, make, well, made me suspect that perhaps you've got something bigger than you're letting on um, to, to us. So you've, you've, you've had to change plans. So that plan was about getting an early production, early cash, small, but I say inefficient. You're now... I guess telling us that you think that the drill results that you are pulling out of the ground are giving you good indication that you think this could be a much bigger project. Can you give us an idea of the, the information that you got? I, I know you've, you've made your announcement on the, on the second with regards to the resource, but what do you, what do you think this potential is? Or what do you what are you doing about discovering what the potential is? All right. So on April 2nd, uh, Stantec, where our engineers have been involved since late November of last year, we announced 833,000 ounces gold uh, equivalent um, measured and indicated and another 270,000 ounces inferred. That's an in-pit resource. So that means it's had basic economics done around the resource. So it's modeled at 72% recoveries of gold and 25% recoveries of silver. It's modeled at 45 uh, degree pit walls. It's modeled at 1320 gold and $16 silver with your three year averages. So the economics have been played into that now. Well, by announcing that resource, we said, here's 833,000 ounces measured and indicated and 270,000 ounces inferred because of 43101, I can't combine them, but I can tell you that given they're in pit and what we know about the modeling, we're likely going to be able to upgrade with a few drill holes, all of that inferred to the measured and indicated. That means there's a million ounces recoverable there now. It's had a rough economic look at it. 
but we know that only 40% of the structures have been drilled here. We know that every deposit is open along strike and every deposit is open at depth. We can see when we look at the models where they're open, where there's all kinds of data missing inside the pit shells. And so we've got to go do some drilling to expand it. And that's effectively the plan that we announced. When we came out with the resource, we said, the engineers have pointed out, our team have pointed out, spend some money now. Spend $6 million on a drilling campaign. It's about 40 to 60 drill holes and another 5,000 meters of surface work. And from that, you'll have an idea whether you're shooting at a 2 million recoverable ounce deposit or three or four. That, that, that won't be the end of the drilling. You know, you'll have a $25 million infill program next year, but it'll, well, this, it'll this, know where you're heading. This is where, this is what I'm getting at, is like with uh, the change in plan, it becomes need to get more licenses, more permits, more money. It It's going to take longer um, to kind of get, you know, get to a point where you actually start mining gold. But how do you think the markets reacted to that? Um, because I, th I, I saw when we interviewed you, you were at 31 bucks. And I think by end yes. of February, you doubled that, right? It was going the right way. And then the market reset happened and so forth. And I know you're kind of climbing back up towards those sorts of numbers. But we suggest that the market understands what you're trying to do because you're not a producer. The producers saw an immediate uptick for sure. What's, what are people saying to you about this, this change of plan? Because most people don't like that, but I guess you're getting a different message. Most people are thrilled with it. Right. Most people are thrilled with it. Most people love the idea that we're going to go see how big this thing can be. Hmm. It, it's, it's not small. There's a, and I have to be a little careful here. We're under some, uh, we're under CA with a couple of strategics and, and I think we're pretty close to telling the market um, or filling in some of the pieces that are missing for the market. I think that will come fairly soon. And we are going to go and expand this. When we started this, the market wanted short-term production. They wanted to know that because there were, it was tough to find money for, for resource exploration and for, for mine development. And so everybody, the, the money that was going in wanted to know that it was gonna be directed towards getting uh, into production and cash flows fast. So you weren't continuously going to the market for money because it was hard to get. That's changed with the price of gold running up to close to $1,700. There's a lot of money being thrown at good exploration projects. This is one of those. So we won't have any trouble getting the money now. And but, I, I think that'll be clear shortly. Okay. And, 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 and what, so, what, what sort of quantum are we talking about? How much are we talking about? What do you need? 25 next year. What do you need now? Well, we need, we need between six and 10 million now. And, uh, and then depending on what that suggests to you in terms of scale of this project, you might need 20 to 30 million next year to infill it. Okay. Okay. And these, okay, I appreciate you can't talk about who these strategics are if you're, if you're under CA um, with them. What type of deals are you looking for with them? Are they coming in just giving you money or are they getting involved in some kind of JV venture? What, what sort of structures are you looking at? Uh, it would be an equity financing. Okay. Uh, so equity just, financing. Just money. Then, they, know, they trust you to run it. Just money. Okay. Yeah, well, they do, but there'll be some, 
there'll be some more changes coming. The, the, the people we're talking to bring a lot of clout to, to a project like this. I, I, I hear board changes or board, new yeah, board that's, positions. That'll be, that's, just that's, smile, you know, don't say anything, just smile. There's, <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so, okay, so, so with- know, The truth is, I'll just tell you one more, you know, here's the other thing. I, I uh, as much as I'm, I love this thing wholeheartedly, I'm its biggest shareholder. And uh, when I first started this, I only wanted to be the interim CEO. And I suspect that uh, over over the, over the foreseeable future, we'll bring somebody in that's that's extremely more capable than me at uh, at uh, running that operation in Mexico. Okay. So, which would free me up just to spend my days talking to to shareholders. Well, yeah, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. And um, so. You, I mean, I was excited when I heard the story in, in December, um, obviously, because, you know, it, it sounded like a nice uh, plan. Things have changed and then no, nothing wrong with that. And you, know, you tell me about big, big plans in the offing here. Um, so with regards to the asset itself, I mean, are you looking to... How long will this drill program take? You're going to drill. I know you're going to drill next year. Okay, I get that. But when when does this thing actually stop? When do you actually stop and go? This resource size is enough, and you actually do get into or start the moves to get into production. You know, I know it's a long way to production, but you know you've got to stop this resource building exercise at some point and say, right, let's let's get going. Well, that'll be. I think that will be determined after this program. And so let me just say this. Um, given the current world situation with COVID-19, things are changing a little bit, but, but uh, we are ready to go. The drilling company we would like to use has made application to the Mexican government to, give it to, uh, to introduce a COVID-19 approved drilling campaign that keeps everybody safe. Hmm. And, and I, I think if they get that approved, then they'll be ready to go. Most of the drilling we can do without permits because it's on existing roads. We have also put permits in to Semernat before it closed pre-COVID-19. And so um, we plan to get drilling as soon as possible. Now, will drilling be as fast and as productive as it was before that? That I don't know. Maybe with a little bit of social distancing and a few other complications, it, it might be a little slower we had hoped that our 60s whole program would have been complete in six months. But now as it's towards the end of April, we're going to hit the rainy season in September and October, right in the middle of our program. That will slow things down a little bit. It's hard to move during rainy season and things like that. And then there's COVID. So maybe that program takes eight or 10 months to complete once it starts. But I can tell you that it, that it will start within the next foreseeable future, maybe 30, 45 days. So. Okay. So um, the, the one thing you did point out and to me, just want to say that you, I want to ask about this, the indigenous population component. I know you, you spent a bit of time talking about that in terms of, you know, who you employ and the relationships locally. I mean, with this much bigger plan, is that putting strains on that relationship? No, and, and in fact, you know, that's something that has changed significantly since you and I last spoke. Uh, a month or two ago, we announced uh, a 30-year deal with the local Ajito. Wow. Well, that's just unheard of in Mexico. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, that, that, that our relationship with the local community is so strong 
Why? Like we didn't stop Don't. them from working. They're, they're, as long as they follow a safe COVID-19 procedure right now, they're all good to go to work. They're all back in the field. They were in the field before Easter. But that that deal with the Ahito provides uh, safety for anybody. So if, if a big, if a major wanted to come and take this thing out along the way, uh, they'd feel pretty secure in that because we've signed a deal that takes us all the way through exploration, development, and production. And it's just, you don't usually get that. No, so, so it's, it's, it's pretty impressive actually. Um, pretty impressive what you've, what you've done. I mean, I, like, I kind of like the change of plan, and I guess the, so does the market, you can't argue with, you know, the, the way the price has recovered very, very quickly. Um, what do you, and so you're saying obviously some big changes coming up, you can't say when, what, but can you say when people should be looking out for this press release? I don't know. I don't know for sure, but it's going to take us a few weeks. I mean, we've been at this for a couple months already. It's going to take us a few more weeks to put together what we're putting together. Uh, and and I, I think that our, um, like, I think our share price holds here right now because of this financial risk in this company. Let's face it. It's got 900,000 in the bank. That's it. It's got enough to get through the rest of this year. No problem. But when, when bigger investors come and look at this company, they go, well, you know, it doesn't have the assurity of having its five or 10 million in the bank to conduct its exploration programs and continue its business plan that it has. And so that's what investors can expect to see next. You'll see some sort of announcement on, on a structured plan to fund the exploration development plan going forward. And I, and I, and I think Provided we continue down the path we're going down, uh, once we once we get that um, concluded, that uh, in, investors will will see what what it is that we're planning and what it is that's possible here. I mean, from what you just said, that says to me that maybe your money just got a little bit more expensive. I don't know. What, I don't know if it really got more expensive for us. I think what I think that. If we finish what we're what we've started here, I think shareholders are going to be pretty excited. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I, you know, I, you know, I've got a lot of money into this thing, and I, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm thinking that I'm probably going to put a check in for another half a million or a million myself here. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Like I really think we got a tiger by the tail here. You know, I just looking pretty good. There's a lot of smarter guys than me that are that that are pretty excited right now well I I think we're gonna leave it there because I think your smile t tells it paint, paints a picture and tells a thousand words so um, Andrew thanks so much for coming on I, I know you, you've got other things that the, you'd rather be doing um, uh, so stay in touch with us and let us know how this progresses I'm excited to hear the next uh, new uh, story with the next uh, new announcement and um, we will uh, we wish you well Matthew, thank you so much. I really appreciated uh, getting a chance to catch up. Stay safe, stay well, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.